Welcome to WP Coffee Talk. Thank you to our sponsor, Helix Managed WordPress Hosting, for both their sponsorship and hosting our site, WPCoffeeTalk.com. Now on to our episode. Welcome to the next episode of WP Coffee Talk. And uh, I get excited, and I say this probably every time, to talk to different people in the WordPress community, some of which I have been following for a long time, even though it's the first time that I actually get to chat with them. And uh, today, I am actually chatting with David Bissette. And David, it's nice to have you here today. Thank you for joining me. Oh, oh, you're, you're so welcome. I'm, you're a good liar, but yes, I... But I'm, but I'm honestly, I'm here. I'm very happy to talk to you as well. Um, I've locked, I've locked my kids in the other room, so we should be good for at least an hour. Okay, sounds good. I have to tell you before we go any further that oh, this, um, never, this never ends well. <laughs> the first time I showed up in one of your tweets about, hey, armchair uh, word campers. Now, this weekend coming from WordCamp wherever, and then you at, you like put me in your tweet. I was like. Oh, I've arrived. <laughs> yes, that is. It's not official until I can find your you find your Twitter handle in some WordCamp website, which now is becoming just slightly more easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my wife's still jealous that she's not in there, and I have to explain to her. She's she's. Anyway, you'll be seeing her in the next week's tweet. So, but oh, um, there you go. good to know somebody reads the tweet. I do, I do, and I get all excited about them too. And I'll tell you, if I'm at a WordCamp and I wasn't in your weekend tweet, I was like, oh, well, I guess other people deserve a turn too. <laughs> Great, I'm going to be getting angry emails now, thank you. <laughs> it's a lot of fun though, it's a lot of fun. And I love that you do that, that you promote the whole WordPress community um, and make sure that people are seeing what's going on and that kind of thing. So it's very cool, very cool. Thank you, it's my desperate attempt at attention. <laughs> well, it works. It works. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Oh, boy. Um, well, um, I've, been in Word, I've been with WordPress for, I don't know, the, day, the years are turning into decades now, but I, I've been with it probably for 12 or 13 years. Um, I freelanced a long time, uh, used WordPress um, until recently. I joined, a, um, I joined Awesome Motive and then I moved over to a company called Vira Gallery. Um, I'm one of the uh, senior developers over there, and I work on an Gallery plugin and some other projects as well. I do BuddyPress work um, on the side. I've been a big BuddyPress developer, if anybody's familiar with that plugin. Um, I'm also help, I believe, uh, I think it was 2008, me along with John Jacoby and a few other people, Patah Dunbar and others, um, <clears throat> We're the founding members of WordCamp Miami, so that has been around for 11 years, and I've been involved in that in some way, shape, or form. Um, past two years of lead the organizing in that, and we're handing it over to new management um, with me still being around, so I'm still involved with that. I help run a local WordPress meetup. Um, I enjoy long walks on the beach. Um, <laughs> Actually, technically, it's walking into the ocean <laughs> because that's pretty much how I want to end things sometimes. But <clears throat> I, I come back. But yeah, I, I do a lot of I, I do a lot more community. My, a lot of the stuff that you see is probably more community focused than developer focused. Um, mm-hmm. I do a lot of development, but it's usually not as prominent facing as the uh, as the other stuff. And uh, yeah. just like. Like you, I love talking to people. 
Especially when it's not my family. I mean, I love talking to people, but, and then I think that's, I think seriously though, I think it is the WordPress community is pretty nice and um, love to be able to, to be helpful in any way, even if that means just shutting up like I'm doing right now. That's awesome. I love it. Show me your mug. So I know you just drank out of some other cup, but show me the mug you brought to show me today. Well, I, I, I this is my good mug. This is my special. Okay. Let me see. My special mug. When I get a win, I, I that's my mug right there. And Does it play music? Prepared, <laughs> no. No, I did not get the deluxe version. <laughs> you can't please anybody these days. Well, no, I'm just like I'm hearing it, it in my head. Does it have an app? No, it's a nothing comes out of it. It is, it is but it is just a Mario, a Mario themed mug. Um, actually, somebody at a retreat uh, gave it to me, and I appreciated it. I actually, if I had the physical ability to turn a giant iMac 180 degrees behind this computer, there is a wall of shot glasses. A wall of WordCamp mugs, you That's know, awesome. like and like you know, I think I'd be a serial killer for drinking uh, <laughs> painters because I have a wall of everything. I'll have to show share that picture. That's my mug. Very nice. Yes, and uh, just for you. Yes. Taking this mug of uh, this cup of establishment, I will not mention. And there we go. And, and now, coffee. There you go. I'm now using the mug. You know, probably should have dusted it out first, but other than that, it's good coffee. Okay. Well, I just right before you, I was interviewing Angela Jin, who's also in the WordCamp US team with us, and I used a brand new mug. Well, I shouldn't say it's a brand new mug. It's the first time I've ever used it, and it's I've had it for 35 years, so it's not a new mug. But well, we call that mint condition. That's right. That's right. It was, um, it might even be vintage at this point. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm 42. What are you going to call me? <laughs> well, I've got uh, about nine years on you, but, um, so this was the mug I showed her, which is a wooden mug from uh, a trip I took to the Dominican Republic when I was in my teens. And then Ooh, I'm also, I like it. isn't that fun? Um, yeah, that looks nice. Thank you. It's fun. And then I have I another mug. I actually have a beer mug I'm going to be drinking from to show you when I graduated. Oh, it's escalating. When I graduated from my MBA program, I got this mug from the Simon School at the University of Rochester. And full now That's a drinking mug. That is not iced tea. That is not beer. That is not apple not juice. Urine, is it? No, it's not urine. Okay. It's, I thought we were going in one direction here. It's honey bourbon. Okay. So um, this might I'll be the second. It. This is the second hour I'm drinking honey bourbon. So I also have water in my uh, WordCamp Montreal. Ooh. Good Lord. It's yeah. like, wow, if you pull out another drink, drinking uh, apparatus, I'm going to be. I got that one last weekend. <laughs> okay. that, was, that was this really great mugs last week from uh, WordCamp Montreal. Story the trifecta plus one. Telling you, and there's more, but I, I, you know, I'll, I've, I've got one, two, three, four, five dirty mugs on my desk. <laughs> oh, that was my band name in college. Yeah. Five dirty mugs on my desk. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right, I'm moving into the questions, or we're gonna be here all afternoon. Well, I'll, maybe you prefer that to spending time with your children. I don't know, but um, 
you're, you're, I'm being recorded, right? You are. You are. So. I yeah, I do need to get back to my kids. I love and my wife. I love them all very much. But yes, let's get to the questions. Let's get to the questions. Uh, how did you get started with WordPress? Uh, I was freelancing. It was back 12 or 13 years ago, and there were not. I mean, the landscape back then was like if you built anything remarkably good in PHP, you were it was considered a win. <clears throat> Nothing wrong with PHP. It was just everybody was just building. I need. I, I was doing client sites and just needed. You know, I, I actually built my own lousy CMS with PHP. Um, I tried Code Igniter. I tried Drupal briefly. PHP Nuke and some ancient things that don't exist anymore. I briefly even considered movable pipe, but that was pretty much impossible. Um, so I just stumbled on WordPress. Not exactly how. I think I was. I think I was just basically doing research in Google and stumbled on it. It was such easy to use and easy to, to, you know, the ease of use and the easy to learn things were pretty up there. So I was, was so the ease of use, the ease of learning. If I say that three times, I, okay, I can scratch it off my list. I can no longer <laughs> say those things. But I felt, I, pretty much fell in love with it, but it was pretty much like the only reasonable solution for me at the time if I wanted to continue to use something with a decent admin system. And I came into the WordPress scene, I think right around, hmm, it was 1.5-ish. So I think that's when like WordPress themes were like a new concept there. I think that's 1.5, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. But, um, but yeah, that's how I basically got into WordPress and I was quiet for uh, I was pretty much the only one using it for a number of years until I decided to break through the community and and the rest, as they say, is history. History, that's right. I actually hear quite a few people use the phrase stumbled upon. Many of us stumble upon well, WordPress. I, I, yeah, I don't walk very well, so very okay. often I stumble on many things. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> What's something that you think people don't focus enough attention on when building a site that would make their site stronger or better? Um, well, um, I think the content, really. I think a lot of people are still focused on a lot of everyday people, maybe. I'm not sure if you're a designer, maybe, you know, exception to the rule. But I, I think overall, when people are coming to get a website, I think the content or the purpose of the site at all. I mean, just, you know, not every site is, is, is content is number one. I mean, there is the content king thing, but there, you know, I think some people are very, cons the overall content is like, is there too many ads? Is it not written well enough? Is it, you can tell if content is being um, optimized, you know, for clicks or, like let's take this content and spread it over 10 pages or make like this person scroll to get ad revenue. And maybe people are thinking of that just not enough or not thinking of the user's experience with that content. Um, but I think, I, I think a lot of people just think a flashy design. I think we're still in an age where people think a flashy design and, and, you know, putting enough content so that they can rank high in Google. Um, I, so it's probably better accurate to say people aren't thinking, people are thinking of content. They're just probably not thinking of it in the right way, or they're thinking of it in a very narrow minded, you know, I had somebody the other day that said, I don't really care what my site says. I just want to be ranked on this organically or something. 
something like that. And, yeah, good uh, luck with that, buddy. Right? <laughs> I said, I said that. I said, wow, that's great. Now, could I please have my hamburger order? This is a Wendy. Uh, you know, but, I, but generally speaking, yes, I think people need to broaden their view. And, you know, what is, you know, balance what is good for their for their search engine optimization versus what's good for the for the user, their experience, and, and all of that. I think, and also just you know the the content that just loads, like how fast their site loads or how their experience is for mobile users. Some people just mm-hmm. throw a lot of content at something, and just yeah. you know they don't care how fast the site loads. Yeah. Something will stick to the wall. <laughs> yeah. Usually, it's not my patience. So. <laughs> I hear you there. What's something that you wish you had known earlier in your WordPress career that you've learned since that might have made life a little bit easier? As somebody who started at 1.5, there's not a whole lot earlier. You could have learned something, but. Yeah, uh, I just, you know, like, uh, yeah, there's, well, I mean, when you start at 1.5, you really didn't realize. I mean, when you say people start, oh, I started with WordPress with this version that I don't think you real we and, and nobody realized really how far WordPress would go, how long it would go. You're just using some other app. Um, but something that I wished I knew about WordPress when I started, um, probably um, the the WordPress economy. Like I just took like WordPress. I knew WordPress is flexible, but it really like if I could go back in time, I think I would probably tell myself. Um, people need lots of different solutions. WordPress is, you know, the stuff that you're building now for WordPress, other people are willing to pay money for or use for these particular types of plugins or themes or something along those lines. So maybe, maybe it's more of the WordPress ecosystem that I really didn't get, didn't realize until very, very, very much later when I was using WordPress. Uh, um, so I really wish, so See if I can translate that. I I don't know if that if, I don't know if you know that's translating well. But if if I was starting to learn WordPress when I did back then, I should have known back then how much of a potential ecosystem it had the potential to become. Because that's what happened, right? Yeah. And I was I you know I focused a lot on building sites for freelancing and everything like that. I was solving problems. I made plugins, but I mean you know mm-hmm. never realized until very much later how overall the community and the ecosystem became that's pretty cool you're the first person in 52 interviews to say that and i think it's very insightful oh well i'm sure i'm the first i'm the if i wasn't the first for just saying all those other things i said previously up until now oh, perhaps oh all right you well, stumbled, you stumbled into other stuff so <laughs> okay well my therapist says i'm unique so yeah. <laughs> just like everybody else <laughs> What are some of your favorite uh, WordCamp meetup talks, etc.? Um, if you think of back over all the different um, opportunities you've had to be in, you know, WordCamps, meetups, etc., what's a moment or two that would be like a pivotal moment for you? Or, you know, I like to say like, but that's when the angels sang. <laughs> that angels sing at WordCamp. It's probably. <laughs> I'm thinking who died. Uh, um, yeah, because because WordCamp karaoke is not like angels singing, actually. Well, I know maybe in a certain choir, maybe if you could get, bring that in. Uh, I, I can't, uh, well, 
I'm hesitant to say that because a lot I, I spent a lot at work camp Miami and I and I, I feel a little like as an organizer on some level it's kind of hard for me to call out someone at work camp Miami I think that would be a little unfair because I'm, I'm involved in so I, 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 at various times throughout work camp Miami's history you know with the business track and learn JavaScript deeply track um, I, you know what I think it would make this easier maybe if I don't say a particular talk but maybe some of the aspects of work camps that contain sure. talks, like I just said the um, um, business track at work camp Miami I thought was um, not that we were the first but it did um, it has greatly helped a lot of business owners in the WordPress space we even know people that started some companies thanks to business track um, the learn JavaScript track is soon. Uh, maybe, maybe Matt Mullally's state of the word. I think it's 2015 where he said learn JavaScript deeply. Um, that started like three months after we, that. We had our first JavaScript deeply dedicated track at work at WordCamp Miami as well. Um, there are, um, but there has been plenty of talks in working. You know, the WordCamps I've been at Orlando and Tampa and um, Saint um, Louis because that's the one I'm going to. Um, <laughs> Philadelphia and um, all the other camps I've been to um, as, as well. There, there is um, probably, um, if I had to pick one, if I had to pick one, I would probably say one of, um, uh, one of the Gutenberg talks. Um, Morton gave one, I think two years ago, and someone gave one last year, and I'm drawing a blank on his name, but I'll come to think of it. Um, but I think there's a lot of cool things that people are doing from a structural standpoint, like uh, like I said, those tracks before, and we'll get to the community track mm -hmm. in a second, that I think these, you know, we're addressing all these other non-developer, non-WordPress things that are now, our community has gotten to a point where we need to talk about mental health. We need to talk about taking care of ourselves physically and mentally, how we should be properly communicating with other people and diversity and mm -hmm. all that other, all that other thing. So any talks on those subjects? I think it's worth, uh, worth hearing as part of my favorites. It, it's funny that you say that because uh, by the time this airs, this will be public knowledge, but I was just asked to give my third uh, a keynote for a WordCamp this year. And oh, three's a charm. Right? I think Beetle, Beetlejuice is supposed to show up behind me or something when I say the third one. But <laughs> One of my kids might come in here. There you go. But the topic is um, the care and feeding of the WordPress community. That's a good little dust. The care and feeding of the WordPress community, me, you, and us. And it's a talk about how we keep ourselves healthy, how we help keep each other accountable for our mental health and our physical health, and then how once we are healthy, we can have a healthy community as well. So that's kind of what we talk about. So um, pivoting from that, let's talk a little bit about WordCamp US because oh. you and I are both on the organizing team for WordCamp US 2019. Yeah, it's, it's somebody has a lot of blackmail material on me. So, you know, <laughs> here I am. <laughs> and me, it was just like, a, sure, yes, I want to do anything anybody ever asked me to do. Um, I'm on the PR comms team. And Don't worry, you are, we'll get to you too. But that programming <laughs> team, I'm on the programming team, yeah. Yes, you are. And talk a little bit about the exciting yeah. things that are happening this year. Oh, exciting. Oh. It's all exciting, David. Oh yes, that's right. It's all exciting. Yes, I'm trying to remember the script. Uh, it's it's all all exciting. It's all so fresh and brand new. It's like it's it's the it's the um con it's the conference equivalent of freshly baked chocolate chip cookies. 
There you go. In the morning. And uh, <clears throat> God, I'm hungry. But um, so um, let's see. How many World Camp USs that we've had? We had Philly and we yep. had Nashville. So that's four right there, right? right. So we're yep. on number five right now, right? Yes. Appropriately, middle finger. Five, fifth on St. Louis. So this is the first one going to be in St. Louis. I don't remember the past four ever really branching out from like two or three tracks. Um, but this year is like so totally different than the last four. Um, there is an addition of a work, there's a workshop track. There is a community track and there's also a kids camp. Yeah. Then there's other things too, but those three things alone added to the schedule, which was just made public yesterday, the day before. Yeah. Um, that alone is just really exciting to see because it shows that, you know, we're, you know, the WordCamp US as an entity, regardless of the different people that are involved every year, is willing to branch out and try new things and try to cover subjects like that probably should get more than 15 or 45 minutes of a mention on a Saturday afternoon or something like that. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm very happy to see it. it. It shows that I think it's probably, you know, this is the first year, so there's probably going to be some experimentation. I mean, there's probably, you know, as a WordCamp organizer myself over a decade, I can tell you that, you know, it's easy to look back and think of what went right. Um, it's even easier to look back and figure out what went wrong too. But I mean, I, I can tell that there's, you know, there's, this is the first step to creating even a more robust schedule for WordCamp US moving forward. And I'm very excited to see that effort. It's a good sign really that, um, you know, it doesn't have to follow the same model every year. Mm -hmm. So that's so what why is, I'm excited about it. What is a community track? It's a track about community. I think your questions are, should be a little more tougher but okay, I get what? Oh, she wants. Oh, you want details? I might right. want details. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll talk to you later. Uh, so the community track is meant to take four aspects of the community and more or less kind of break them off into equal pieces or you know close to equal pieces. So meetups, word meetups and small events, word camps, um, the you know some uh, diversity and then kids and youth um those four things were was something that we wanted to cover touch upon at some point and the community track is not just going to be a series of talks um because it is it, because of the word community is in there um it is meant to be more interactive with the physical audience there than there would be for a typical talk and a typical track so, for example, um, there is a there is a workshop. Not all of them are workshops. Um, there are various different formats, but there is a workshop. First thing Friday, as of the time of this recording, there is a workshop on how to get your WordPress meetup um, bigger, better, and bolder. Um, basically, like how you know, like like you know, making sure the content is fresh, the format marketing sponsors so if you have a wordpress meetup or even if you're just starting one or just thinking about starting one then you have an entire morning i believe to communicate with multiple people able to sit down write your own action plan so it's not just they're not just talks 
but they are very interactive and that's not something you're really going to that's not something you get in the other rooms especially in the past you sit down you hear a talk you write notes you watch some idiot try to live tweet it all um and then watch that same idiot at last work camp us get banned by twitter uh, anyway where were we oh yes um so it is a very interactive um track and it's meant it's you know so not to say that it's going to be all workshops there's going to be q a and panels and all this sort of thing and i'm especially excited that for the first time at a work camp us or maybe even a large work camp period we're going to have um a lot of the youth representatives as well on stage so that's, oh, that's exciting a, yeah for sure and you mentioned this is the first year work camp us will have a kids camp Yes, uh, I, 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 I'm not running it because there are sane people that have prevailed there. Um, but I can tell you that from Sandy Edwards is part of the team. And just by speaking to her alone, I can just tell they put a lot of time and effort into it. So I can't wait to see that. But again, this is a, just an, this is a stepping stone in like all the you know, other work camps that had this. And it just makes sense for WordCamp US to explore this as well. And I think it's going to be great for some of those kids to experience that in such a, like a, like a centralized big event that WordCamp US is. And the kids camp happens on Sunday at the same time that the um, contributor day. Is that correct? Yes. Unless they change something on me. Not yet. They haven't anyway. So that's, ex that's exciting. And... Yes. Oh, there's a copyright. All right. Well, uh, sorry. I was hoping there was a QR code on the bottom that when you like scanned it, it would start playing the Mario music. Now that would have been a really good. Uh, there's no app, Michelle. There's no app. Just saying, it could take you to like a a YouTube video of the music. Anyway, um, the I see now you got me derailed. I was. <laughs> I've been working with Sandy a little bit on writing out some of the things and, you know, drafting some of the content for the WordCamp US website on things like kids camp and on um, childcare and childcare is the first time we've had childcare and that's under programming as well to be able to have free childcare through WordCamp so that families with small children can attend camp as well. Yeah, it's just drop exciting. them off and just come back at five, maybe to pick them up, and you're good. No, no, no. That's it. <laughs> maybe, I'm, maybe I'm really... pick them up. <laughs> yeah, you know. Hey, honey, I brought home something. Is it swag? Not really. <laughs> uh, but but it, but it is exciting, and it also there's a lot of logistics to cover there too. Mm -hmm. So it is very awesome to see that the that the childcare, everything is being meticulously checked and double checked and organized so something and something and which should be because you're dealing with, with with the youth and i'm really hoping they have the opportunity to also come prior to sunday and um you know saturday we are saturday morning especially because that's when the kids section of the community track is but um i'm hoping that and i'm and it will we that we make these all word camps um such family friendly and We've seen a larger camps. We've seen Work Camp Atlanta, Work Camp Miami, and various other camps now through the, out the years. More people are bringing their kids, which mm -hmm. is great. Um, it means they're comfortable. We're making our events even more accessible 
because nobody says, you, you know, when, at least when you make it friendly, maybe not providing the, maybe not every camp can provide the daycare or the childcare or anything like that, but at least you're making it family friendly, you're open, you're providing a safe environment as possible. People can bring their young ones and that is what, what will, that might be end up being the future WordPress right there. Yeah, absolutely. No pressure, Sandy. <laughs> One of the exciting things I was talking to Sandy about is that the kids camp is not just a camp for kids. It's a camp for other organizers who want to learn how to implement kids camp at their city camps as well. Oh, you're a kid at heart, you know, you know, that's of course. So if you are an organizer or interested in organizing WordCamp in your own city, so for example, this is the fourth year Rochester will have uh, WordCamp and you are attending Sunday's um, event, you can attend the kids camp and learn how to organize kids camp as well. There's going to be some talks. Yeah. That's so important because it's hard to, and it, we get into this subject on the community track when it comes to a contributor day, because many people are like, wow, a contributor day, but I'm not a developer or I'm not a contributor and it seems daunting and no, you know, it's like, no way. Some people are like that with kids camp. It's like, wow, I would love to be able to run an event, like a kids camp and an event with an event in WordPress, but like some people want to run it and they don't have kids maybe, you know, or or they're like, man, I, kids is like some kids is, you know, keep me away from kids. I don't want the liability or the stress or the hassle. You know, <clears throat> I said that and I was too late. I got three of them in the locked in the room behind me. But but some people do have that kind of like that stops them and they need to be able to see firsthand how some of these things are handled. Um, videos and blog posts don't do it justice. This, that's what I did when WordCamp Miami did their kids camp. I think I, I I forgot how many years we've had it. Seems like maybe five, maybe years. Maybe we've gone back. We've done it now for five years. But I had to go to WordCamp Phoenix, which is where I think the first one was, okay. and back back way six, seven years ago. And like I felt creepy because like here I am, I'm standing in the back of a room with all these other kids. So it's just somebody says, "Oh, sir, is your child here?" And I go, "No, I'm, I'm just watching. watching. <laughs> I'm just watching." Fortunately, you know. Um, I brought the candy. <laughs> I got a white van out in the back too. Um, but but now that there's no, I mean, but now that's encouraged. Now you know these people need to see how these camps are run because again, it all ties into this is potentially the next generation of WordPress mm -hmm. developers, users, whoever. And in order, if you don't have a good environment and a good experience at these events, they're not going to come back or they're not going to get the right information out of it. So right. it's a daunting task. And, you know, all the people that are involved in the kids camps, organizing them, running them, deserve a lot of, deserve a lot of credit. <clears throat> Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, programming, you guys do so much of the, like, plan. I mean, we, I get to tweet about it you get to actually may figure out how to make it happen. Yeah, um, let's, uh, let's switch next year, by the way. That good. <laughs> not, not a chance. <laughs> but um, I'm excited about WordFest. And yes. That yeah, sounds what like, used to be I'm the after party. used to saying it. Because what was it, Michelle? I'm sorry I interrupted you. It was the after party. It was called the after party. But yeah. it wasn't after. I don't know if it was after something, uh, but but yes. I, and when is it this year? Remind it's on Friday, me. Friday oh, night. 
Friday night, right. So inappropriate, you know, not exactly accurate to call it the after party when when you have to wake up for day two of the conference on Saturday, right? The during party. Didn't roll off the tongue. (laughs) No, we'll call it the, you know, the halftime show was already taken. That's right. Uh, That's right. (laughs) Why did you, um, what did you, I don't know many details about that. Do you have anything to share? For the for the for the after, not the non after party. The word fest, Michelle. The word fest. Do you know who named it? I do not. <laughs> Me, and yet I keep forgetting calling it that. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to bring it up, but now that you have, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited about it. So word fest happens on. I'm still getting used to saying it. I know. It catches on. But anyway, go on. When is it? Since you named it, you must know all the answers. I know lots of them. I know there will be good food. There will be lots of opportunity for networking. It's kid appropriate, so there's lots of fun things to do. It will be at the, I can't remember what it's called, but something something museum in St. Louis. Um, How many museums could there be, really? There's like five at least. Yeah. Oh, well. (laughs) <laughs> One in five shot, then. Yeah, that's better. But that's better odds than I usually get. There is a multi-level slide. You can slide down from the top. And I've heard everything from three floors to ten floors. So I don't really know how many floors this slide is. But it's a long slide. So you can slide down from the top of the building all the way to the first floor. There's like a merry-go-round or a Ferris wheel or something on the roof. I mean, there's all kinds of exciting things that happen at this thing. Sure. Sure, this isn't like you know Wonka's playground. It sounds. And this is a museum. It is a museum. Museums have changed. Yeah, back in my I day. Know. Uh, it's I a very know. interactive, very engaging museum with lots of opportunity for us to. If you want a quiet space, you can go sit where the food is and chat with people there. If you want to, oh, you know, let loose, you can do nice anything. Instead in- of the men's restroom, like last year. Right. Okay. <laughs> no, no comment, David. I knew I saw you somewhere. I knew I met you somewhere. Um, That's problematic. <laughs> we'll talk about that offline um but yeah so there's a lot of really exciting things the um everything from you know registering in the morning until the end of contributor day is going to be it's going to be a fun a fun and worthwhile event for sure yes it's fun it's draining exciting all those emotions yeah and And we'll find plenty of things saturday to call after parties as well I'm sure we will. The individual, unofficial. (laughs) Well, you know, Friday nights are great. And I realize that, you know, scheduling is what it is. But there is so much happening at WordCamp US, especially, that it is difficult to talk to the people, even people that I know, even people that I know are coming. Oh, I'll see you there. Oh, let's grab lunch. It's half the people I never get a chance to talk to. Um, yeah. mostly because they're hiding from me, but even so, even those people, even the people that I do bump into, it's like, there's so much going on. You're listening, you're going to talks, you're just going back and forth between rooms. And now with the, with all this other stuff that's going on, it's even going to be harder. So having kind of a networking event Friday night is fantastic. You can take a, take that opportunity to meet up with the people and still be able to, you know, again, on Saturday, they're still going to be there at the conference where, not everybody sticks around on Sunday like they should. Right? Last year was the first time I ever stayed for Contributor Day. And the reason prior to that was I didn't think that I had anything to offer at a Contributor Day. See, if there was a community track the year before, that problem would have been solved. And I tell everybody now, 
the contributor day is not for people who have high level high level um, developments skills or developer skills. I sat at the table for marketing and we created content for the website. We created tweets. We did all kinds of really cool things and it got me interested in being part of the uh, team, the marketing team for wordpress.org. And so now I contribute um, on a regular basis for that. And I didn't think myself worthy prior to that. Now I feel like everybody is worthy and everybody should, if they want to, be part of that. You're worthy, Michelle. That's, uh, As are you. Yes, uh, thank you. I tell myself that every morning when I get up and look in the mirror. Uh, lasts for about an hour, but it's, it's, it's worth it. Do you remember Stuart Smalley from uh, Saturday Night Live? When he would look in the mirror, yeah, he's like, and gosh darn it. People like you. That's right, and gosh darn okay. it, people like you. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm working my way up that level. There you Just go. getting out of bit. One has to get to the mirror first. Yeah. Well, this is true. And I actually, on my, I have a blog called The Daily Bedhead. If you want a really good laugh, you can look. I take a picture of my hair in the morning, <laughs> the stylings of my pillow. And uh, yes, after I explain to my wife what I'm doing, yes, I will definitely do that. <laughs> it's only from the neck up. There is nothing risque on that site. No, but I mean, is... you know, it's like, she already looks at me funny enough as it is. I don't need okay. to add other things to the list. But there's a, I have, I have a, um, a blog post there on, on being short because I'm only five feet tall and how a lot of restaurants I'll walk into, I'll use the restroom and I can't see myself in the mirror. So sometimes looking in the mirror is challenging for more reasons than just not getting out of bed. <laughs> well, I wish I was, wish I didn't, I wish I was shorter. Let's just, anyway, let's move moving on. Moving on, moving on. So what are two or three must have plugins? I'm sorry? <laughs> Two or three must-have plugins that you would recommend to people who are building, uh, starting out with WordPress or building their first site. Oh well, if you're starting, boy, I mean, I think my boss would shoot me if I didn't say environment gallery. Well, I'm not sure if you need that for for your first photography website, maybe, maybe. or a first site that you just want to share images with. Uh, fortunately, we have a Lightning Pro version. Go check it out. Um, <clears throat> uh, well, you know, generally speak, I mean, you have 52 interviews prior to me, so I imagine a lot of them are pretty going to sound the same. And I'm trying to think of a different way, something different and interesting to present. And, you know, my 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 imagination dipstick right now is pretty low. Um, I, whenever somebody asks that question to me at a meetup, I usually like probably along the lines of a because most people, if they are starting their first site, they have all these preconceived notions. And some of them are true, some of them are half true, and some of them are really, really false. So sometimes I say, you know, if you have a concern about security, for example, and WordPress is secure, but they're like, well, I'm gonna install other plugins down the road, which I install first. And I'm like, if you just wanna sleep easy at night, get a security plugin. And, you know, um, I use Securi's plugin as a recommendation, but I'm told WordFence is pretty good too. Um, but something generalized where if your site gets messed with, you have some sort of, you know, reassurance there um, in terms of like, hey, I'm being emailed because one of my files changed that shouldn't have. And some, a lot of these plugins have like, you know, if somebody tries to, 
you can set it up so like you know when you're use when you when somebody's accessing your admin that shouldn't. Like mm -hmm. I accessed the website ten minutes ago. I didn't do that. Um, but that would that would be one. And I like I said, I think that's more for peace of mind because I think many we have not really had like in my meetup group nobody's gotten hacked in forever. Um, but it does happen. So, you know, and generally speaking, you know, in addition to your WordPress host, it's nice to have a plugin around that at least attempts to let you know when things are a little bit weird. I think Yoast is probably, or Yoast or another SEO plugin um, is probably also a good idea um, if you're making your website public and you care about content. Um, so those are probably, like I said, it, these, these you've probably gotten these same suggestions a lot um, from from people. Uh, so I nothing new here really from a meet meetup standpoint. I you know there are various form plugins and gallery plugins you know, but again it's kind of like for every new website there's only probably WordPress has has gotten to a point where you probably only need so many kinds, and I, I I think some what some people miss is don't think of though is probably plugins like duplicate post yeah. is a WordPress plugin that I don't think about like just now I didn't think about it until just now it just popped into my head it must be the caffeine but it just surprised me the other day it's like why don't we have this in WordPress right now like just right. to click and clone just a post and probably there's going to be somebody who says well actually it's more complicated than you think Dave and here's why um, but you know, it's like little plugins like that where maybe like maybe not every beginner website, but more times than not, I'm searching for like little things like that to solve those little itches in WordPress that nobody for right now seems to be scratching in core because there's probably reasons. With you know, with Give, a good one. Yeah. With, so that? with Give, I work for Give. Over there. Um, oh, I thought you were flipping me off. Okay, great. Yeah, no, that, that was my pointer finger. Now I see it. Right yes, there. Uh, when I started with Give, I would recommend um, duplicate posts in order to clone your Give forms. But in the last year, you've actually added that to the Give core. So now you don't need an extra um, like plugin. Give core. Yeah. That sounds like another name for the Avengers. Uh, just really, really nice. Uh, but yeah, so but yeah. it's like. So that kind of thing if you put that yeah that seems like a natural thing right because right. you can't always guarantee like that duplicate post plugin will work on everything right right so but there is yeah. there's exciting new apis and stuff that are coming out that is they're being added in future versions of wordpress core so sadly i haven't heard of a duplicate function but i'm glad to hear give has it yeah, it's exciting. It was very nice when it came up for us because now we don't have to recommend additional plugins to do something that, you know, that we want to have do inherently. Oh, so. my God, support. Right, exactly. When uh, you started in WordPress or any point in your WordPress journey, have you had an official or unofficial mentor or on, somebody? One, one second here. I'm, I'm, yeah. wait a minute. I'm having another voice in my head, I think. Hold on one second. Oh, yes. You know, that's funny. I got a video. I got a YouTube video playing in a browser. I mean, when I tapped <laughs> this thing, it started playing it. Thanks, that's Apple. Funny. All right. Rewind. Ask again. At any point in your WordPress journey, have you had well, a mentor? Oh, could be the voices in my head, too. Could be that, too. Mentor. Um, 
And who in my it? WordPress journey, let's see, mentor. Honestly, I can't think of one. That's been, fine. Not everybody has. I started with WordPress for 1.5. Right, so from exactly. a WordPress standpoint, I had to teach myself right. pretty well. I mean, along the way, um, yeah. there have been various mentors that have come in into my life for specific things. Like I think I consider Andrea Milton, for example, a mentor of sorts helping me deal with some understanding various things about the community, how I should approach um, organ or, you know, how something is organized and should be approached. But in terms of maybe long-term mentors, I consider my wife to be the mentor. I have learned, I have learned and continue to learn and she's not paying me to say this. And I don't know if she's around. I mean, somebody, somebody get my wife and tell her. Tell her. her. <laughs> yes. But no, but seriously though, I mean, yeah. your mentors sometimes are, are found in the places where you maybe not least expect it, but you don't think of people as mentors. My wife has been my life mentor. She's continuing to teach me the importance of patience, self-control, um, honesty. So maybe I'm lying right now. Who knows? We'll see how good of a job she's doing. Um, but in all of that, all of that is soft skills that, apply to any community, especially the WordPress community. If you don't have patience and self-control and an understanding how other cultures, because my wife is a different culture than me, how that plays into things, then you're not going to be able to communicate well with the, as large a community as the WordPress has. And we can see that sadly enough in communication issues, even honest ones. Sometimes you can, you can see that and we have to have, we're hopefully getting better at communicating that, governing that to some extent, I'm hoping governance improves and mm -hmm. and, and sort of and, and you know there there's there's some good signs starting with that in the community now, but to be able to understand culture, different cultures, and the way different people act and react to things, I think is very very important in life, mm -hmm. and therefore in WordPress and development is, is is just as equally important. So I thank my wife for. I'm going to say, well, 15 years. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We have about carried the two on uh, 16 years of marriage. There you go. That's wonderful. Who is God, somebody that. 16. What's that? <laughs> Who is somebody you admire in the WordPress community and why? Okay. Can't say wife. No, already used that one. Um, well, I've already I mentioned a few people. Um, I, um, hard to put somebody on the spot. I admire so many people in so many different ways. And that's a really big cop out. So I'm going to go with someone. Um, I'm going to say uh, Jeff Chandler. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, he's in the WordPress community still. Um, although he uh, recently is no part of the tavern. I, he has been with, he has been a beacon of the WordPress community for as long as I can remember, I, I can't remember a time when he wasn't. And I was, I've been with WordPress 1.5 with you know, the tavern and the podcasts and all, all of that, but just the tavern alone. Um, he's been such a core part of the WordPress community in the experience of WordPress period. Um, you know, good or bad, some, you know, whatever light, whatever light um, sometimes WP tavern and, and, and the stories that get posted there come into being. You always knew Jeff was there, and um, I really hope he is still going to be, you know, accessible to the WordPress committee, involved in the WordPress committee. I, I don't, I, if he's announced what he's doing next, I, I don't know what it is. 
but he has never gotten, in my opinion, the, the, the due, well, he's gotten respect, but he should have got, he should be getting a lot more thank yous and praise for all the hard work that he's done over the years, because I think without him, I think the WordPress community would be different and not in a good way. So I really want to give a shout out to him. I think he deserves a little bit of spotlight. That's awesome. I love that. What's something you haven't learned in WordPress that you'd like to, but haven't tackled yet? Communicating with others <laughs> effectively. Um, okay, no soft skills. Well, from a developer standpoint, at least, um, just digging deeper into probably Gutenberg and React and all the heavy JavaScript stuff. Um, I'm actually, um, I'm actually looking into, I, I mean, I'm in the process of doing that now and, you know, learn JavaScript deeply. Uh, you can always go deeper uh, until you hit rock bottom, maybe. I don't know. That's a good analogy. But um, overall, JavaScript is, mm -hmm. is something that I, I think you could probably spend 24-7 on it, ignore your family, ignore your kids, and you would still be learning it. it it's a never-ending. Um, from an overall standpoint, um, I think, you know, backing away from particular, particular technology, I think I still want to learn how to learn. Hmm. Like I want to, I want to be able to learn better in terms of like what technologies are important. What should I be paying attention to? I think that's hmm. always in a never ending. Like I'm always going to be chasing after that car, like a dog in, in, in terms of what? Well, you come up with a better analogy. <laughs> eh, fine. But but you know, it's like with, you're always going to have to learn something new. Almost all the fields, everything is changing. Whether you're marketing, SEO, development, JavaScript, even in the sure. community space, if you're an organizer, or, or or you know a volunteer, there's always something new coming along the ways. It never mm -hmm. stops. So yeah. like, I want to be able to be able to deal with that on a mental and a physical level, set expectations for myself. And also be able to make sure that I'm emotionally, mentally, and physically well. Mm -hmm. And I've had to, in the past couple of years, work on the physical aspect. And now I'm still working on the mental aspect. Mm -hmm. God knows how long that's going to take. Um, but yeah, you know, it's yeah. Not, not to get too metaphysical or anything, but, you know, know thyself, right? right. So yeah. when it comes to that, I've got a long, long, strenuous um experience there in terms of education so yeah you know i think i don't think you're alone in that though i don't think you're alone in that i think we all have some level of that for sure at least if we're any anywhere near self-enlightened we do for sure yeah, my therapist says the same thing so there you go see uh what's one of the biggest mistakes you've ever made with wordpress and what did you learn from it biggest mistakes i've, I've, I've learned with wordpress um that's a good question I asked the good ones. Yeah, because I don't want to. Hard to make a joke about this. Um, well, um, I have brought down servers through stupid mistakes. Um, I think every developer worth their grain of with a grain of salt, uh, worth their grain of salt, worth their weight in salt, worth their salt, worth anything. You know, this is where Google would come in handy. 
Yeah. I think any developer with any experienced developer has crashed some production or major problem, you know, has had had something blow up in their face at one time or another. Mm -hmm. If you haven't had something blow up in your face yet, it'll happen. <laughs> and you just take it in stride. So I brought down production servers I without backups or without reliable backups. Um, I've done a whole bunch of things. Um, nothing immediately comes to mind though um, in terms of, I mean, I've made some major mistakes. I think, <clears throat> I think maybe again, it's part of like when I think about major mistakes, I think about the interactions I have with people because servers, you can always bring back a website or rebuild a website, but it's very hard to be able to rebuild someone's trust, mm. someone's respect. Yeah. And I have been hot-headed in the past with, you know, and although I, I don't have any obvious nemesis currently, you know, you know, jobs open there. Um, but I do have people that I really wish I treated better. Mm. And that will, you know, that continues to haunt me maybe sometimes. So, yeah. you know, when it comes to mistakes, I think it's just probably, it has to deal with human inter interactions. Like mm. maybe I could have worded this better or I was too hot headed. Maybe I shouldn't have been communicating with anybody that day. Mm. Um, and I think ultimately, technology-wise, no matter how badly you can screw something up in code, um, you it can always be. It's not you know no. It's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. uh, this is probably is probably precisely why I never want to code automatic cars <laughs> or driverless vehicles because you do have a bug. Then yes, that could mean someone end up being absolutely. <laughs> being seriously hurt yes mm -hmm. um but yeah yeah i have i've we've pushed out i pushed out a, a a change on a on a plugin um that affected a lot of like probably tens of thousands of people um unfortunately just you know you just first and in those instances it's like first of all like own up your mistake real quick and just find a way to resolve it and then try to find a way to prevent that mistake from happening again because you know mm -hmm. you make whole new ones after that happens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, try not to beat yourself up, up about it, but that's what I'm still working on, is trying not yeah. to beat yourself too much about it. That's a good thing, because everybody makes mistakes. Making the same mistake multiple times now, that's a little different, but yeah. That's the great thing mistakes. about being a programmer. You can make a very similar mistake in just all new ways. That's right. That's why you have versioning. <laughs> yeah, and this is also why I have a, uh, I have a secret uh, apartment in the Caymans too, just in case. <laughs> just in case. Um, what's your proudest WordPress moment? The 10th anniversary of WordCamp Miami, maybe. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. That was pretty monumental. Just the fact that we're getting to 10 years, Pat Mall and White Game. I think it was just a... <coughs> Sorry. I'm getting choked up. No, seriously. Call 911. Um, um, so, that, but... My favorite, can, um, I don't know if that counts. Um, does that count? Sure it does. Yeah, it does. I, I think, um, I think work, I, I think the, um, the work that's being done to Envire Gallery is really cool. Because the mm -hmm. fact that I'm able to work on something that over 100,000 people have downloaded or, and then paid for with the pro product and all that type of stuff, that's pretty cool too. Mm -hmm. Somebody thought, well, you know, is your boss making you say that? I'm going, <laughs> um, 
but my proudest WordPress moments again are always not around people, all the great mm -hmm. relationships that I've had from a technical standpoint. Uh, I've launched a lot of great sites. I think one of my uh, another proud moment would probably be me being included on the BuddyPress um, thank you page um, or credit page uh, mm -hmm. because it's not as much as the development, but it's all the time and all the all the the, the conferences and all the resources that have helped push there. I'm very proud of that in terms of um, there's a communities within communities in WordPress, you know, give is community, BuddyPress mm -hmm. is a community. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, these communities don't get a lot of, um, you know, don't get a lot of visibility sometimes right. unless you are a part of that, unless you need the plugin or you're part of that mm -hmm. particular, you know, subset right. of the community. Um, but kids camps as well. I think every mm -hmm. kids camp that, that I help or involved in, I'm also very proud of because like I said, these people are the future and I've seen people in kids camps, in the meetups that I help run, um, I've seen them go on to being WordPress contributors, speakers at WordCamp. Mm -hmm. Those are the proudest moments. And again, I guess it's, you know, it's not really technology as much as the people and the personal relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Because like I said, you can build an awesome website with awesome technology, like, and then two years from now, it won't be so awesome because something else has come out that's just that right. in people's minds. I built this with the Rare, Rare REST API. Well, Gatsby is now doing this or static websites for this. And it's like, yeah. you're always chased with development and coding and lots of other fields. You're always chasing, you're always chasing that car. Yes, I used it again. Um, that analogy again, yes. Um, but with people, it's like when you first see someone up on stage at a WordCamp US that you know came from your local meetup, mm -hmm. there is nothing really to replace that exact feeling of pride and accomplishment that, hey, I was a part of that and now they're going to go inspire other people, mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, and, and we need more of that type of thinking because that's how we get a more diverse yeah. um, culture and community, especially up on stage where everybody can see because that, let's say I, I, I let's say I have a part in a, a very small part in putting say a woman speaker on stage, mm -hmm. a young woman speaker on stage, for example, other young women in the audience now are inspired by that person. And it's kind of like a chain effect. Mm -hmm. And that type is, that to me is more important in the end, ultimately, than yeah. technology, even WordPress itself, you know. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. If you didn't work in web and web technologies and web design and WordPress, what's a different career that you might like to attempt? Wouldn't be comedy. Definitely not that. Videography. Like, I was big into videos oh. in high school, so mm -hmm. I think, yeah. Um, something still involved with computers because that will never okay. be pulled out of me dramatically. It wasn't like I was secretly into something that was non-tech. I was never into like theater or anything mm -hmm. enough to be a job. But I would think like videography, create you know, videos or something, something that would be behind the scenes from a classical standpoint, something along those lines. Yeah. Fortunately, I, had I haven't had to think about it much. <laughs> I had you pegged as the AV guy in high school, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's me. Uh, yes, I, I fit the stereotype to a T. With the, pushing the big TV cart down the hall with the big old VHS player. Remember this? I'm older than oh, you. God. So. No, I still no, I still have <laughs> VHSs in my closet next to my stack of CDs. 
I finally got rid of the Betamax though because I have nothing left to play them on. <laughs> so I'm right there with you, sister. So uh, what's something on your bucket list? Mm, bucket list. I want to go to Alaska. I think that's the number one mm. thing. I don't know why Alaska. Maybe because it's cold. <laughs> Maybe by the time I get to it, it's not going to be so cold. But um, but I will. Um, yeah, just I, that's the, that's the thing that I've always had on my bucket list for years now. So um, attending, um, if you want to bring it a little bit more, more close to work, work, WordPress related, I do want to go to a WordCamp outside of the uh, North North American hemisphere. That's not a hemisphere. North, the, whatever North hemisphere America? I'm in. Whatever hemisphere I'm in, yeah. outside of that. Okay. Right? That's, yeah. I think that would be on my bucket list, too. Um, yeah. So, yeah, those are the top things. I travel a lot. I really don't travel a whole lot. Mm -hmm. So, And I like, actually enjoy traveling. Um, not the, probably the actual traveling part, but, you know, at the end part when you're in a hotel room and you're like, oh, okay, now I can, now I can yeah. breathe. I like that part. Yeah. So, but but yeah, I think I think those two things would be on top of nice. my bucket list. And I've got a whole bunch of other professional things I want to get done, you know. But you know, projects. You know, I bought domain names I want to build websites for. But you know, those are. You know, there's a difference between bucket lists and yeah. pipe dreams, right? There you go. Absolutely. So, yeah. But yeah. What's a secret? hidden talent that you have that most people in the WordPress community might not know and either show us or tell us about it. Ending podcasts early, <laughs> uh, which apparently I failed on because we've been going on for a while. Uh, <laughs> I have very, I have very little talent. Um, I can't, um, hmm, that's a good one. I, I can't really think of anything. You'll probably have to ask my wife that. Fortunately, okay. unavailable. <laughs> but you'll see her at WordCamp US, I'm sure. Oh, good. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I, I, I uh, maybe, um, maybe we'll find out. Maybe, maybe writing. Maybe I'll be better. Maybe, maybe someone will realize that I can write, which I can't. But maybe someone will just, you know, squint hard. I, I, I started something recently called MyCamp.Rocks, so I'm trying out my writing skills there. And there's going to be hopefully. Oh, cool is coming soon too mm -hmm. um so hopefully i'm hoping that my talent will that will be discovered will be more of in the writing standpoint nice. or communication standpoint you know very so good in order to to have a, people discover that i need to have the talent in the first place it's kind of like a <laughs> wagon type of situation so. or at least to do it you have to actually do it you can't just think about it too so yes absolutely you know i Boy, I wish I had another talent. Believe me, it would, you know, I would stop being called one trick pony. And then my last question. This coffee cup has been empty for the last 20 minutes. I'm just pretending. <laughs> I still have a little bourbon. I can't drink it that fast or I'd be asleep. That I can see. Yes. That is, <laughs> that is true. I'm sorry. What, there was one last question. Let me end one your last note. question. I think early has shipped. We already missed that boat. Um, <laughs> how can we find you online? Social media, your website, et cetera. Say my name three times. And yeah, um, well, I'm at Dimension Media on Twitter. About mostly where I am everywhere else. I really don't do 
outside of Twitter, I really don't do a whole lot of social media. Like, um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't do Facebook or Instagram or that type of stuff. I do have a Tumblr blog now, though. Ooh. Yeah, uh, I think it's davidbissett at tumblr.com, which, you know, I'm saying this now so that in two years I can rewind back to this and see if I, what emotion I would be experiencing looking back on this. Um, I also yeah, I registered wordbadpress.tumblr.com. So I think I saw uh, that on Twitter. Did you tweet about that? Yeah, I'm going to, you know, I had to insert the bad in there. So whatever I end up doing with it, which I have a plan for, they, um, the copyright people won't chase me. Uh, <laughs> but besides Twitter and besides, besides the Twitter and the, um, and the Tumblr, those are the two ways to get a hold of me right now. I'm in WordPress Slack. Mm -hmm. All the, you know, you can reach me on WordPress Slack mm -hmm. uh, by David Bissett and my blog, davidbissett.com. And like right. I said, I'm also, um, which would have any other references to get my GitHub uh, accounts and all that other stuff if you're really interested in that. And like I said, my Camp Rocks is my current other side project. Mm -hmm. I'm also helping out with Post Status. Um, if okay. you remember Post Status, which is a great, club for WordPress professionals. Um, I would suggest you check them out. Um, Brian Crossgard does an excellent job leading that. And he comes up with some really great content and takes on the WordPress community. Um, so definitely check out Post Status and I'm on their um, Slack as well. So, um, so that's where the place is where I spend my time. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking part of your Saturday to be with me today, David. I appreciate it. Oh, and, uh, no problem. No problem. I do have to eventually throw, you know, some meat in the room where the kids are on the floor <laughs> and let them fight over it. But it was certainly glad, uh, certainly glad, or I should say nice, nice, glad, whatever emotion, yeah. able to speak with you. And thanks for accommodating me on a Saturday. Oh, and my pleasure. Really. And um, I'm really looking forward to seeing you in person. Um, yes, at me too. Best. As am I. And I really think WordCamp US is going to be a blast. And I'm really hoping that in tickets are now that the schedule is out and everything for WordCamp US, now people can like make that final, make that final decision. Go get those, go get those tickets. And if you volunteer, your ticket is free. That's right. And you get to meet some great people behind the scenes. Like, well, not like me. Let's not use me as an example. I think WordCamp organizers, I think people become WordCamp organizers just so they can avoid the crowds. I think that's a really great mm -hmm. trick that nobody seems to realize sometimes. Like if you're an yeah, introvert, sometimes, sometimes being an introvert, yeah. it's, it's like what, if you end up being an organizer, you still have to talk to people, but it's less people. And when you walk through a crowd, it's like, I'm an organizer. I can't really talk right now. Yeah. Like, oh. I'm on a mission. <laughs> yes. I'm on a mission. And then, you know, you're cruddled in the fetal position in some room somewhere. Going, I don't want to talk to anybody right now. But yes, Somebody. it'll be at WordCamp US. And like I said, be a volunteer. Don't, mm -hmm. you know, don't avoid talking to people there because that's an excellent yeah. opportunity if you, if, you can, yeah. if you can help it. But it's going to be so much different and so unique this year versus past years that I think it's well worth it to be able to try to come if you can. And I'm speaking to your audience because we're going to be there. Well, we, we, we have to be there. Yeah, I we know. <laughs> Technically, we uh, don't have to. We're strongly encouraged. Oh, really? I was not told this. Okay, well, then I'm going to have to have a word with some of the organizers. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Say goodbye to your adoring audience, David, and uh, we'll all catch two, you on all Slack. All two adoring audiences of mine. <laughs>
Wow. <laughs> Bye. Bye.